Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 17th of January. We've had something of a deluge of economic data and events from China. To start with what matters globally, Chinese industrial production was stronger than expected in December. The zero-Covid policy and the media angst about supply chains were really not evident in these figures. This comes as news that the Suez Canal had an all-time record number of ships passing along it in 2021, even with some of the ships turning sideways. It's almost as if the media hype about supply chain disruption had got the story completely wrong, and global supply chains are not in fact broken, but delivering record amounts of goods in the face of the strongest demand in 75 years. On the domestic front, China's economic data was somewhat softer. Fourth quarter GDP was a little stronger than expected. Economists are not perhaps always that surprised when a politically important number in China is revealed to be better than expected. It has become something of a regular occurrence. However, domestic Chinese November retail sales were weaker. This has been the story of China's bounce back from the pandemic. The domestic side of the economy has been somewhat lacklustre. And it is consumers in Europe, the UK and the US that have added to Chinese growth through their demand for consumer durable goods exported from China. Meanwhile, the People's Bank of China eased a couple of interest rates. This is part of the narrative of a progressive easing of monetary policy, that reflects the weaker position of the domestic economy at a time when demand is starting to normalise elsewhere in the world, implying that exports cannot be relied upon by China to the same extent in the future. After the excitement from China, the data calendar goes deathly quiet, frankly. There is some political noise still. Politicians do not often keep quiet. North Korea apparently has fired another couple of missiles, UK Prime Minister Johnson, or Prime Minister Big Dog to use the correct title, is still under pressure with the prospect of the publication of a non-independent report into the Prime Minister's inability to distinguish a party from a work event. Obviously, a breach of Covid regulations is a resignation matter in the private sector. Some may suggest that private sector standards should also apply to the government. Finally, economists at the UK's National Institute for Economic and Social Research are to strike for higher pay. Economists are, of course, worth paying riches beyond the dreams of avarice. However, with economic data becoming less reliable, economics is increasingly about the narrative more than creating forecasts. Forecasts can indeed create an unhealthy illusion of precision that doesn't really exist. The troubling question is, if economic forecasters go on strike... Will anyone actually notice? That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
IRAs and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.